This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, gang. Happy New Year. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Brand new show. Brand new year. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We're going to get going in just a second here. I want to thank you all for joining us one more time. We're going to see how this year plays out. Last year was phenomenal. We had a mind-boggling amount of views. So thank you very much. I couldn't do any of it without you. Do not forget the big contest we're having. By uh, February 1st, Kelly Girl will be picking a name out of the hat. And all you have to do in order to enter this contest to win a bluefin tuna trip with Justin Botrell on bowline sport fishing out of LA out of 22nd street landing is you have to go visit our store. You have to go into your saltwater guide, the store, check it out, go on in there and then get on out. You don't even have to purchase anything. Zero purchase required. That's going to enter you into the contest. But while you're in the store, you may want to get yourself a t-shirt. Because if you show up at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show on the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March, and you're wearing one of my shirts, you're going to get free stuff. We got a bunch of sponsors that are kicking down a bunch of free stuff, and we'll be giving out free stuff. Probably some Baja jerky, some different stuff from Costa, some hats from Promar, hats from Akuma. We'll have plenty of free stuff like we do every year when we do our seminars. So make sure you have one of our Your Saltwater Guide shirts on. Get whatever else you want at the store, and that's going to enter you into the contest. You don't even have to purchase anything just by visiting the store. Elliot will know who you are, and then he'll give Kelly the list of names. On February 1st, she'll pick one name out of the group, out of our gang, if you would, and you're going to win that. Gang, today we're going to talk about something super controversial. You may want to kick a friend, call somebody, tell them you got to watch Dave's show today because this one's going to be really, really good. We are going to hurt a lot of people's feelings right now. Like we do all the time, there's going to be a lot of very, very hurt feelings. There's going to be a lot of people that want to argue with me, but I'm going to hit all the bullet points and I'm going to make you really think this one. You're going to think, you're going to step back, and you're going to go, shit. We've been doing this wrong for a very long time. Gang, today we're talking about why do we release dead fish back into the ocean? It's the lamest thing I've ever heard of. It blows my mind on a daily basis. I see it all the time, and I saw it real a lot 
when I was out fishing yesterday, and it's just sad. It just blows my mind. I live down here in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. There was no bailouts during all the stuff that was going on the last couple of years. These, pe these people did not get a big bundle of cash to get through what was going on. They didn't get a bailout. They didn't get anything, gang. And we're releasing fish that are straight food, straight food. And you think you're saving the planet Earth by releasing dead fish back into the ocean. It's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard of. It pisses me off to no end. It really has got me zerked. And I've been thinking about this all night last night, and I couldn't wait to do this show today. And we're going to talk about how I can guarantee you that these fish that you're releasing are as dead as a doorknob. They're dead, 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 dead. And you all, you think you're saving the planet. It pisses me off. You're not saving the planet. Because one thing we talk about all the time on this show, you cannot adversely affect the population of the fish in the ocean with the fishing pole, no matter what the government wants to tell you, no matter what the Fish and Wildlife wants to tell you, no matter what your sisters, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncle told you, you do not have an adverse effect on the population of fish in the ocean with the fishing pole. For God's sakes, Sean Oates, you're not that good of a fisherman. I've seen you fish. You cannot adversely affect the population of the fish in the ocean. The best fisherman on the planet that I know, the very, very best, Steve Lasley or Pete Grosbeck, those two guys, they're the best. They can't adversely affect the population of fish in the ocean with the fishing pole. And God knows you can't, even though you're a superstar fisherman on TikTok or Instagram and you caught a big tuna once and now you're the greatest fisherman on the planet. You even have a charter boat business all wrapped around what a great fisherman you are now. You can't even affect the population of fish in the ocean with the fishing pole. There are entities out there that absolutely affect the population of fish in the ocean, but it is not you with your fishing pole. No, it isn't. I don't care how good of a fisherman you think you are. Just sit down, shut up, suck your thumb, and listen. Okay? Here's where I'm pissed. All these marlin down here, all these people catching marlin down here, all these superstars of fishing going out there and catching 20, 30 marlin a day, and they're they're dead. They're, you, maybe one out of those 30 made it, maybe. But you're fighting these poor fish. They have a, a, mar, a striped marlin has a very small heart. They fight. They don't know what's going on. They don't know you're going to wind them up to the side of the boat and release them. They fight and 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 they fight the little, their little hearts out until they have a massive heart attack. And then you bring them up alongside the boat and you, you grab them by the bill. You pull them up onto the boat. Now. Let's just pretend like that fish was still had a little life in him. The moment you pulled that animal out of the water, his whole body is set up to work in the water. The moment you pull him out of the water, all of his vital organs are all getting smashed. His lungs, his heart, his liver, they're all getting smashed because the fish wasn't built to be out of the water. These big giant marlin, 120, 200 pound striped marlin. They're not built to come out of the water. But first of all, you drug them out of the water across your boat 
You grabbed him by the bill and you drug him across the side of your boat. If you look where you drug him across the gunnel, you've pulled all of his protective slime and the first layer of skin is on a fish. That first layer of skin is his slime. So think about this. If I took you and we just skinned you real quick and then threw you outside, you're going to run around for a little bit. You're going to run around. You're going to run around. Run around, run around, yell and scream, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're going to fall down and die. It might not happen immediately, but it's going to happen. Well, this is what you're doing to these poor marlin. You're dragging them up on the side of the boat. You've taken one side of their slime off. You've already taken that off. So, And then you bring them up, and you all hold them. You hold them up, and you got them against your shirts or your sweaters or whatever you're wearing or your stomach or whatever. If you're not soaking wet when you pull that fish up and hold them against you, you're pulling off the other side of his slime layer. And then you held them up. You took a bunch of pictures. Then you take a perfectly dead fish, which is excellent to eat. It tastes, striped marlin tastes exactly like striped marlin. It's the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen. But then you take this fish that's deader than hell. He's dead. And you put him back in the water. And you drive forward a little bit and you hold on to his nose. And then you drive forward a little bit. Then you let go of his nose and he goes. And he sticks in the mud. You, in your heart, you thought you were doing something good. Oh, I'm saving the planet. I'm saving the planet. We let a dead fish go. Okay. The people of, people are starving to death. If you're going to take that mark. First of all, if you don't catch them in 12 to 15 minutes, if you count them in 12 to 15 minutes and release them, there's a very good chance he's going to live. There is a good chance that he will live if you caught him that quick. Most of you are booger eaters, though, and it's going to take you a half an hour, 45 minutes to catch one poor little marlin because you don't know how to turn the handle and you don't want to listen to the captain. I understand that. I've seen it 100,000 times. But you bring him up alongside the boat and you don't cut the line. You grab his nose and you hold on to him and he's beating himself against the side of the boat because you want your hook. You got to get your, I got to get my hook back. I got to get my hook back. You only got a boat full of hooks, but you need your hook back. And then you release a dead fish. It blows my mind that so many people think that this marlin is sacred. They believe in their heart. Somebody's sister's brother's aunt's cousin told him that that marlin, that striped marlin is the sacred fish and you must release him. I'm all about releasing fish that are alive. I'm all about releasing fish that are alive. But you same people that think it's so cool to let a dead fish go, you got no problem going out there and catching your limited tuna and killing every one of them or your limited dorado or your limited rockfish or whatever because nobody told you that that red rockfish is the sacred red rockfish. If someone had told you that when you were little, like they did with this unbelievable sacred marlin, I can't, I, it just blows my mind because there's a bunch of longliners out here, 50, 60 miles off the beach, straight off the beach that have miles and miles and miles of hooks. And they're devastating the marlin population every single night. And you think that you actually have an effect on, 
One long line boat out here off of Mexico, one catches more marlin than all of you watching me combine this year. They do in one night. That's one boat, one night. And they fish every single night. But you want to blame me. You want to blame the sport fishermen for the decline of the population. That's baloney. That's a bunch of crap. And I promise you, you're throwing dead fish back. I pro I'll I hear this. Well, he, he swam away when we let him go. You ever cut a chicken head off? They run around the yard for a few seconds. They run, 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 run. Then they fall over and die. Same thing's happening with these marlin. They got, they got that nervous system going on. And the, the only way the body moves is to wiggle like this until they wiggle like this all the way to the bottom and stick into the mud. Gang, the next time you go marlin fishing and you bring up your marlin and his belly is hanging out, that's another mystery that blows my mind. Oh, they just swallow their They don't swallow their belly. Whose sisters, brothers, cousins, aunt told you that they re-swallow their belly? Gang, grab your stomach and pull it out of your mouth. And then call me and tell me that you swallowed it back and you're okay. There's a bunch of stuff hooked onto that stomach that you don't even see. The intestines, all the other stuff that's hooked onto that stomach. The fish doesn't make it. If his stomach's hanging out of his mouth, he's dead. Gang, take the fish. Take, it's okay. Well, I don't want them. That's okay. There's plenty of people that do want them. They taste phenomenal. Smoked marlin's epic. Marlin, Kevin Covey Paul makes a great dip with the smoked marlin. It's epic. It tastes really, really good. Just because you don't like the way they taste, that does not give you the right to throw dead fish back in the ocean. It is so sad that you all got fed this bunch of crap and you're all running around. I see it down here in Cabo every day. Ooh, we let 12 of them go today. Yeah, 11 of them were dead. <laughs> you didn't do nothing. You didn't save nothing. You didn't do nothing. But you know what you could do? You got that dead marlin that you don't take it, put it on the boat. Cut his bill off, cut his tail off, stack him in the corner, put a bunch of ice on him. When you get in, look around. If the deckhand on the boat that you're on doesn't want it, give it to one of the other deck. Give it to somebody at the dock. I guarantee you there's people at the dock that want that marlin. They want to go home and eat it. The problem is a lot of these deckhands, a lot of these people down here, they've got this bullshit crap mentality that, I mean, there's charter companies down here that, Oh, we only released the marlin. Why do you release? It just pisses me off to no end that you release dead fish when there's people starving. You release dead fish and try to explain to me that, oh, I'm saving the planet. It's dead. You're not doing shit. It's dead. You're not going to leave a bunch of leave a bunch of comments. Tell me how. You please, everybody on every platform. We're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Your saltwater guide, your saltwater guide at yahoo.com. That's my email. Send me a bunch of messages. Tell me why it makes any sense at all to throw dead fish back. And you're the same person that's going to go kill your limit of yellowfin tuna tomorrow.
And you got no problem with that because your sister's brother's cousin didn't tell you that they're sacred yellowfin tuna. Are you guys out there catching those big bluefin? No one told you they're sacred bluefin. You want one of those 200-pounders. You need one of those 300-pounders. And your bucket list is one of those 400-pounders. And you got no problem killing that. Okay? I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to help you understand that you are not saving the planet Earth by throwing dead fish back in the ocean. Now, there's plenty of people that are going to disagree with me. Please explain to me how I take all the protective slime off of this fish and he's going to live. If you don't believe me, do this. Go catch some mackerel tomorrow or whenever you can get out. I know it's pretty stormy in SoCal. Whenever you can get out or if you have some mackerel in your receiver back at the dock. What's the first thing I teach you when you're fishing for bait? Don't touch them. Flick them off with a, with a mackerel dehooker or a butter knife. Flick them into the bait tank. Don't touch them with your hands. Why? Because it takes the protective slime off and the bait dies. Do this. Go down to your bait receiver or go catch a mackerel tomorrow. When you catch it, rub it on your T-shirt. Rub it on the railing of your boat and then put it in your receiver. And then check on him tomorrow and tell me how he's doing. When you put him back in your receiver, he's going to swim around for a little while. As all the toxins in the ocean start to catch on to him and latch on to him because he has no protective slime anymore, he's going to die. This is what you're doing to these marlin, gang. I see so many pictures from all the superstar charter boats down here of them pulling these marlin out of the water and taking a picture of them. Laying up against the person. I already know how you got him out of the water. I already know you grabbed him by the bill and you drug him across your gunnel because I know this because I know you cannot lift a 120-pound marlin out of the water without dragging him across something. You can't. It's impossible. There's no leverage. You can't hold his bill. You can't stand up tall enough to pull him over the side of your boat without rubbing him on the gunnel. When you rub him on the gunnel, he's dead. He's already dead. Yep, he's dead. Send me a message. Tell me how he's not dead. You took his protective slime off. Don't believe me. Don't. Try that with your mackerel. Try taking the protective slime off your mackerel. Or you see the guys that fish live tuna for bait for the big marlin. The last thing they ever want to do is have it touch their skin if it's not wet. They get themselves all wet before they handle them. It's super important to make sure you don't take the protective slime off the fish. Okay? I don't know why you all think it's so bitching to throw dead fish back. There's a club in California that that's their number one thing. They love to throw dead fish back. The whole club, every part of it is all about throwing dead fish back. That's all. They all sit on their patio and drink scotch and celebrate throwing back dead fish all day, every day. You fight a fish, you fight a fish of any type for hours and hours and hours. That fish is deader than a doornail, gang. He's doing everything he can to try to live, but he's fighting himself to death, gang. All I'm doing is telling the truth. And remember when I started this seminar, I told you I was going to hurt your feelings and I was going to piss you off. Don't be mad at me. I don't throw dead shit back ever. I eat it and we keep it and I give it to my deckhands and I give it to their families and 
my deckhands love to work with me because they know that we're going to kill a bunch of stuff tomorrow and we're going to take it home and eat it. The last thing we're ever going to do is kill fish and throw them back. That's not me. I've never been that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to condone that. I think it's the stupidest thing you all do on a daily basis when you come down here and go fishing. You got to get that out of your mind. You got to get that out of your mind. If you want to throw your marlin back, catch them in 12 minutes. It's 15 at the most. Set your watch. If fight, fight, fight. I want to throw them back. If you haven't got him up on the boat in time, cut the line. He's got a better chance of swimming around with the line hanging off of him and letting that hook dissolve in his mouth than he ever will you pulling him up on your boat and taking the hook out of his mouth. He's dead. Dead, dead, dead. I can't. I can't emphasize it enough. I know I hurt your feelings. I don't really care. I don't understand why anybody would throw dead fish back. I was just reading a comment over here on Instagram. I don't know. But boy, oh boy, you guys all think you're something. You think you're something throwing dead fish back. It's mind-boggling. Gang, I'll be here for you tomorrow. We'll have another great seminar. Send me tons of messages all over all platforms. I want to see why you think it's cool to throw dead fish back. Please leave your messages. I want to thank you all very, very much. 49 million views in 2022. 49 million. Can you imagine? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.